This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Finding Your Bliss with host Judy Liebrach. Heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. on Zoomer Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Bliss, a show that helps you find and follow your happiness and your bliss. Today, we are bringing you some joy and bliss with our annual Finding Your Bliss Christmas holiday show. And the show today is really all about spectacular talent, great movies, and even some dazzling and sparkly giveaways. Roberta Battaglia was the Golden Buzzer winner on season 15 of America's Got Talent, and her outstanding performance also made the top 10 list. That moment had an incredible 22 million views on YouTube in only two weeks. And the best part is she is only 11 years old. She was actually 10 at the time that this happened. Roberta Battaglia is a beyond talented young vocalist from Toronto, Canada. Born in 2009 into a musical family, Roberta began her singing career at the age of three alongside her father, Alessandra Battaglia, and together the duo has graced many stages from local community performances to galas and noted charity events. A second-generation Italian-Canadian, Roberta is fluent in both English and Italian, and she performs a diverse repertoire of music in both languages, ranging from ballads and top 40 hits to high-octane pop. She has received recognition in noted competitions such as the very important performance at Idea City presented by our very own television mogul and the owner of this station, Zoomer Radio, and that, of course, is Moses Neimer, who actually described Roberta at the time as a nine-year-old powerhouse when she performed at that prestigious event. We are so honored to welcome you, Roberta Battaglia, to Finding Your Bliss. Welcome. Hi, hello, Judy. How are you? So great. Thank you. So happy to be speaking to you. I have to say, Roberta, we all in Canada fell in love with you when we saw you on America's Got Talent, pouring your heart out as you sang your spectacular version of Shallow. Can you take us back to that day and describe for us how you felt when you got the golden buzzer from Sofia Vergara, the crowd went wild, and you were showered with golden confetti. There's so much of it on that AGT stage. What did that feel like? Yes. Um, I mean, it was an amazing uh, feeling. I mean, I felt so emotional, as you can see. <laughs> I was an emotional wreck, and so was my mom. And I was just so happy that I got it because I, I never expected that. And it was just one of the greatest moments of my life. And so well deserved because you are so talented. And as Simon said, you're also so likable. Like you really have the winning combination. And your performance singing Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's ballad Shallow from A Star Is Born was really spectacular. And and I thought to myself, A Star Was Born that night. What was involved, Roberta, in preparing for this monumental performance? Well, I mean, there there was obviously a lot of work be, uh, behind it. And, um, you know, you just have to prepare very well for it. Obviously, there was a lot of choreography behind it, rehearsing and lots of hard work and determination also. So, um, you know, I was also very excited. It was fun, which is the most important thing. 
Absolutely. And you could see you were having fun and you were so in the moment. How did you feel when you were standing in front of the celebrity judges? Let's start with Howie Mandel being so excited that you were from Toronto. What was that like when he reacted with such a joy when he found out you were Canadian? Like, yes. I mean, he's my fellow Toronto guy. I always knew he was actually Canadian because I've been following AGT for a lot of uh, years now. And, you know, it was always my dream. So, yes, I knew that he was Canadian. I love all the judges. And we had a new judge, Sofia Vergara. And I mean, she gave me the golden buzzer. So now I love her even more. But I knew her even before for her uh, famous show, Modern Family. And that was one of my favorite shows to watch every night, something to look forward to. And I can't imagine, I am I mean, meeting uh, five great, wonderful judges, including Terry, right? So it was just a dream. I mean, um, Howie is amazing. Simon's amazing. Um, and oh my God, Heidi's amazing. Sophia and Terry, they're all amazing. And they all have uh, such uh, unique things about themselves. They're just amazing in their own way. It's so it's so exciting. We all know Simon Cowell, if he loves you and believes in you, that's a huge honor because, you know, he can be tough on people. And he just went crazy for your performance and for your personality. Um, what went through your mind when he said, it's an honor to have you here all the way from Canada. And and was that really you singing? <laughs> because he was so blown away that that unbelievable voice could come such a little kid. Well, to hear those words coming from a big guy like Simon Cowell, you know, um, oh my goodness, I felt so honored. Uh, it was a relief also because, you know, many people are scared of Simon Cowell. I mean, I wasn't that scared, but I thought there was going to be like something you had to say. But I mean, it wasn't like that. I mean, I know people see Simon as like the bad guy and the bad judge. But you know what? He's only uh, a little judgmental when he has to be. And you know what? I, I love him for that. And he just tells you the real world he's just but he's an amazing guy and um he's really humble and outgoing just like he said to me and he's just uh, really really nice once you get to meet him so um that's why it was a pleasure meeting him it's so incredible he also said to you roberta there's one way to be better than the bullies and that's by being happy and successful how did you feel when simon cowell said that to you and do you have anything you want to say to those that are being bullied the the words really touched me um thoroughly because you know i've been bullied like my whole life now and especially at school and you know it affects you mentally and physically and you know it's easier for some and it's very hard for some others it's depending on how you deal with it and what happens i mean there was a point where i was getting beaten by and I knew what it felt like and that's why I would never wish upon someone what I went through because you know I got a fractured foot in it I had five people beating me up all at once so like it was it was really bad but you know you just learn from it and it makes you a stronger person and you know for next time to always tell an adult this is just some advice always tell an adult and what doesn't break you always makes you stronger I was bullied and I was taken down but I just kept getting up and also sometimes the teachers can be the problems and the principals because they just sweep it under the rug but you've got to be really um harder than that you, you just gotta fight really really hard but just like my parents did and it's a really wild journey um bullying and you know something it's not something that i'm pleased to say but many people go through it and uh 
I just want to address that to more people now that I also have a fan base um, out of AGT. And I just want to let every child know that they're not alone and they're not struggling alone. And I want to break their silence. You're, you're so terrific. Honestly, you really are older than your years, Roberta. I know you're only 11 now, but you really are such an old soul. And I'm going to get to that later on in the intro. I want to talk about something fun, which is the behind the scenes at AGT. It looked like a lot of fun back there. The scenes with your mom making bracelets, which we'll get to in a moment. But what were the people like? Were you nervous? Can you paint us a picture of how you felt backstage? No. Well, I mean, I was actually so emotional that I was going on that stage. And that's why, I mean, many people thought that because of the drink of water and because of the crying, I was nervous, but those were tears of joy. And, um, you know, I was so emotional there because, you know, I just couldn't believe that my dream for, for many years was coming true. And I was just very, very grateful. I felt very uh, grateful. So yes, I, I was not nervous and I was just very excited to be on the stage and sing for everybody. Oh, it was, it was incredible. I, you're such an unbelievably talented singer. I think you could sing anything, including the phone book. You might be too young to even know what a phone book is. <laughs> something we had <laughs> way back. When did you first realize that you had to sing and that this was your calling in life? Well, at three and a half, when I was at a party with my dad, and this is actually a funny story because I just went up to him ran very randomly and I just asked if I could sing. And he said, well, where did this come from now? So he's like, okay, later. But I said, but then the people are going to leave. I said, no, I want to sing now. So he said, okay, so I'll let you sing now. So I sang this little Italian song called Mi Scappa La Pipi, which means I need to go pee in Italian. <laughs> and that was, I think, the funniest moment of my life. And that's actually how I started. I mean, I started in the funniest way. And ever since then, I just started singing. Um, but and it let me it led me to, to this. But I mean, even before then, I always wanted to sing, always pick up the microphone. I My mom used to buy me like these little pianos and I used to just like go on there a little bit. It was it was fun for me. You know, it was a little fun. And now it's gotten serious. I mean, now I've been on AGT and this journey has been very, um, very so amazing. Absolutely. I want to thank all my supporters as well, all my supporters and fans that have made me uh, who I am now. I mean, this journey was wonderful and I couldn't have done it without you guys. So thank you so, so much. Well, your your fans are are just growing. I, I we see your Instagram is like it, it's just incredible, and you have so many people who just absolutely adore you at, at, here at Zoomer and at Finding Your Bliss included. I don't want our listeners to wait any longer. I want to start by playing a clip of you singing a new cover of "Roar" by Katy Perry. Can you set this up for us and what this song means to you? Well, this song is a really great song for anyone who's fighting. Um, uh, the way I can relate to it is even with bullying right with bullying uh, you uh, like I said before you need to be very strong and you know whenever I would um, have these sad times that I would get bullied I would always listen to the song and I just hope you guys like it because many people can relate to it in many different ways so you're amazing I can't wait let's have a listen to Roar sung by Roberta Vitale I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath Scared to rub the boat and make a mess So I sit quietly, agree politely I guess that I forgot I had a choice I let you push me past the breaking point But I stood for nothing 
so I fell for everything. You held me down, but I got up. Already pushing off the dust. You hit my voice, I hit that sound. Like then I gonna shake the ground. You hunt me down, but I got up. I get ready, cause I had enough. I see it all, I see it now. I got the eye of the Wow. Oh my gosh. That was so unbelievable, Roberta. What was it like doing Idea City and singing for Moses Nimer? Because he called you a nine-year-old powerhouse. And that's very big praise coming from him. And he just was wowed by you. Can you tell us about what that experience was like? Yes. Well, it was just a, a complete honor meeting him and um, singing and performing there. It was just, uh, I just love him. He's such a great guy. And, you know, I knew the importance of this and it was very, a very important thing to me to do this. And um, I just want to thank him, Moses, if you're watching this, uh, if you're hearing this, I just want to say thank you for uh, for letting me sing there. It was an honor. And uh, I hope I, ca- I get to see you again soon because we haven't seen each other since then. But um, I just want to thank him so so much. He was he was a great guy. So thank you so 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 much. That's so nice, Roberta. You're so sweet. You really are such a sweet person. I really see now what Simon was saying. Like in addition to the talent, you're just that you're a, you're a really nice girl. How did America's Got Talent happen? Like what were the steps leading up to it? Well, I just submitted an audition, first of all. And then after a few weeks or months, I mean, it did take a long time. They uh, called me back and that's when I got the call. You're going to be auditioning on the stage of America's Got Talent. And for me, that was the greatest call of my life. It was such a surprise. And I thought they were going to call me back because, you know, I was waiting for so, so long. But it turns out I got the little buzzer with it, too. So it was double the, the fun, right? It was amazing. That's just incredible. Roberta, we follow you on Instagram and you've become the busiest singer, I think, in Canada these days. You sang recently with Sarah McLaughlin, one of my favorite singers, at a recent William Osler event. What was that like? Can you describe it? Well, I didn't actually even get to meet her. Um, we sang separate songs but it was uh, beautiful being involved in an event with her and uh you know she's a great singer and uh that event is very heartfelt to me because it's for a hospital uh for many hospitals um and you know one of them is where i was actually born so um you know it uh it is of much importance to my heart and uh, i'm really glad that i had the uh the honor of singing there it's amazing that's so cool you're also appearing roberta in the very famous Ross Petty show called Home for the Holidays coming up soon. Can you tell us about that and how people can get tickets? 
Well, Home for the Holidays is like a little uh, musical included with me featured in the singing part. And it's going to be very exciting to get your tickets. Just go to rosspetty.com. There's more information on my Instagram and I will be posting more uh, when we get a little closer to the date. You can watch it on the 19th and 20th. And this is all across Canada. So it's going to be very, very fun and a very nice event. And it'll give us something to look forward to when, uh, when being in quarantine right guys <laughs> absolutely and we're and everyone you're going to be helping so many people who are in quarantine over the holidays but they're going to look so forward to having the home for the holidays event starring you and and, and featuring you it's going to be so great i can't wait for it as well there and you're also performing roberta at the cnf nightingale masquerade on december 3rd with an awesome lineup of canadian talent hosted by tracy melchor can you tell us about that Yes. Well, this will also be including Serena Ryder. And this is also a big um, event. And uh, it's very exciting. Very exciting, guys. So there's a few things coming up. I mean, I also have a new Christmas song uh, coming out that a little cover that I'll be doing. And um, I hope you guys like it. That'll be coming out in about soon just soon just follow my instagram to find out more details and all my social media platforms my instagram is roberta official and my facebook like page is roberta Natalia. so go follow me guys <laughs> so amazing i recently heard your whitney houston cover the greatest love of all and i'm so excited for our listeners to hear it too i was blown away by it and it made me cry so can you tell us what you love about this song the greatest love of all well, this song, I mean, it really shows my vocal power, so I love it. And as Winnie Houston's one of my favorite um, vocal artists and uh, the queen of R&B. I love her so, so much. Oh, our, uh, rest in peace, Winnie. Uh, she was an amazing singer, and song specifically is just amazing, especially for children. So um, I hope you guys like it. That's so fantastic. Let's have a listen to Roberta singing Greatest Love of All. I believe the children are our future Teach them well and let them lead the way Show them all the beauty they possess inside Give them a sense of pride To make it easier Let the children's laughter Remind us how we used to be Everybody's searching for a hero People need someone to look up to I never found anyone who fulfilled my needs A lonely place to be And so I learned to depend
my God, Roberta, that was so beautiful. Ah, we could listen to you forever. How do you feel, Roberta, when you're standing on a stage and you're performing? Um, I feel um, amazing. I mean, as I always say, I feel like I'm relaxing on a beach. And I, but I think the best thing is seeing all the people smile when I sing. When, when I see them smile, it makes my heart smile. That's what I always say. So it's amazing. <laughs> I feel so, so free when I sing. It's amazing. You're only 11, but you're truly an old soul who utilizes your many talents for the greater good. You even recently launched your own charitable initiative, designing bracelets while donating 100% of the sales, wow, to Toronto's Sick Kids Hospital. Like that's, that's just unbelievable and so exemplary. What do you love about doing this and giving back? Well, I just love giving back because, you know, kindness costs nothing, but I believe that it means everything. And I just, that's why I do it. I mean, I just love being kind to people and I love helping people. And I know it may not be much, but um, I just hope it can help children in some way because I'm, I'm a child. So, you know, and I've been in sick kids before, so I know what it feels like. It just feels amazing to help other kids my age. You're terrific. And when you sing, you help a lot of people because you just you just bring people so much happiness. What is bliss for Roberta Battaglia? There's so many things you can describe bliss with. Um, but for me, it's just um, love, fun and hope for me. Roberta, how can people follow you on social media? So it's Roberta Battaglia on Twitter. Facebook is Roberta Battaglia on the like page and Instagram is Roberta Official. That's awesome. And remind us again one more time, Home for the Holidays is happening. How can we get tickets? Oh, well, you can get tickets at rosspetty.com and it will be happening the 19th of December to the 20th of December. So I hope I can see you there. Roberta, I hope you're going to come back when the next major thing happens and tell us more because we're huge fans of yours. I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. We are so happy you came to sing for us and you really do make everyone so happy with your magnificent voice. Thank you, Zoomer. Thank you. And finding your bliss. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Congratulations on everything. We're so proud of you. We're going to go on a short commercial break. More with Finding Your Bliss. And we'll meet film critic Tom Ernst when we come back. Back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by Create, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. Create is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. Create is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, Create is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. Create has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? Create Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about Create Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And today, as you know, is our special holiday show, and we're joined now by film critic extraordinaire Tom Ernst. Tom Ernst is a Toronto-based writer, film critic, producer, and broadcaster. He is an active member of the TFCA, Toronto Film Critics Association, and a frequent host and guest at many film events, galas, and festivals. 
He was the voice of the interviews on TVO's longest-running movie program, Saturday Night at the Movies. Tom appears as a regular commentator on The Agenda with Steve Pagan, CBC Radio Fresh Air, and CBC Radio Syndication. Tom's written work has appeared in various publications, including the Toronto Star, Playback Magazine, and the National Post. He currently writes film reviews for Original Sin website and appears as a regular guest on Hollywood Suites, A Year in Film. Tom has his own podcast with the Kingston Canadian Film Festival called Rewind Fast Forward. Tom, welcome back to Finding Your Bliss. Ah, uh, thank you, Judy. Well, you read my entire <laughs> bio there. I thought <laughs> I thought that was my autobiography. <laughs> Tom, Merry Christmas and so so great to have you back. You know, Tom, you were on the show exactly one year ago in a very different configuration. We were at Zoomer. We're still on Zoomer, of course, but as you know, coming to us from our remote locations. And and this is a time where we really learn to have gratitude and appreciation for our families. And Christmas is a great time just to hang out together and eat some great food and watch some real feel-good Christmas movies and series. So let's get started because we have so much to get through with a brand new film called Happiest Season, starring my favorite person on the planet right now, the inimitable Dan Levy. And can you tell us about this romantic comedy starring Dan Levy called Happiest Season? Well, it's been described as an LGBTQ-themed Christmas movie, mostly because of its stars, uh, D- Dan Levy, and then also uh, Kristen Stewart. And uh, it's about her going to meet her partner's family at Christmas time. And I love the tagline for this movie. Basically, it's, uh, you know, how to come out of Christmas without ruining the season. Dan Levy, as you said, is such a great, uh, uh, prominent person now uh, in the industry and loving everything he does. So having him attached to this really piques my curiosity. And also it's great now that we're, you're combining the LGBTQ community and, and the season. And I think this has the potential to be a really great Christmas movie. And it's not the only LGBTQ themed movie. Netflix has one out currently now called a New York Christmas wedding. So, there's two of them uh, with those themes. And uh, I just love inclusivity, <laughs> but I just love when uh, movies start to include everyone and just not sort of single out uh, certain types and people, etc. So that's why I'm particularly excited for that movie. I'm so happy and I'm, I'm looking so forward to seeing it. We actually have a clip from The Happiest Season. Let's roll the clip. I just woke up thinking about going home with you and got very excited about Christmas. I get to go meet the people that made my favorite person. I'll always take December away over summer. Abby, you and Harper have a perfect relationship. She is my person, and I really want everyone to know that. I don't want to marry her. What are you doing on your phone? I left a gentleman alone in my apartment, so I'm tracking him to make sure he leaves. You're tracking him? Yeah, I track everybody. If the NSA can do it, so can I. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm finally going to meet everyone. There's something that we should talk about. I didn't tell my parents. I'm gay. So who do they think I am? This is Harper's orphan friend, Abby. Yes, of course. They're there. You're so brave. You don't need to be. I cannot believe I've got all my daughters under one roof. So her parents believe their straight daughter brought home her lesbian friend for Christmas? Not exactly. They also think that I'm straight. Have they ever met a lesbian? James 
I tell them who I really am, I will lose them. Do you know how painful it's been to watch the person that I love hide me? I am not hiding you. I am hiding me. Everybody's story is different. Just because Harper isn't ready doesn't mean she doesn't love you. That looks so fantastic. I'm so glad that you suggested this, Tom. Be sure to check out The Happiest Season, which is available on Hulu, H-U-L-U. It seems like such a happy, feel-good Christmas movie, and I love that it stars Dan Levy, and we will be talking more about Dan later. Tom, you've selected another film called The Best Man's Holiday. Can you tell us about this film and why you chose it? Okay, one of the reasons I chose this film is because when, as critics, we can be, surprise, surprise, sometimes a little bit cynical, even during Christmas. I'll probably bring that up again when we talk about another movie down the road, but went into this movie going, I don't think I'm going to like this film. It's called <laughs> The Best Man Holiday. I didn't see The Best Man, which was uh, sort of a sequel to that. Uh, but my goodness, is this movie charming. It's by a director named Malcolm D. Lee. Uh, and as I said, it's the unofficial to, sequel to Lee's The Best Man, which came out in 1999. Uh, this is a holiday movie somewhat in the tradition of The Big Chill, in that it gets a group of former college students who haven't been together in a long while uh, into the same house, as it were, and of course, all the, the, uh, bustle and hustle and back stories that they had come together in, in what becomes, as I said, a really charming Christmas movie. And there are great, it's a great cast. Morris Chestnut from Boys in the Hood, Terrence Howard, Nia Long, uh, Tay Diggs, uh, uh, and the wonderful, uh, Regina Hall, uh, who I just adore. She, she is great in everything she does. This is no exception. Mm, it sounds fantastic. How can our listeners see this film now that it's COVID? Everything is, a lot of things are online. Are they able to see this film online? Well, certainly you can rent it on YouTube. YouTube, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but YouTube also rents films. So you can find it on YouTube. I would also check out your normal platforms or your regular platforms, rather, you know, whether it's iTunes or, or uh, Amazon. This movie is pretty readily available to stream, but it's definitely, definitely available on YouTube. I checked. Mm, that's fantastic. Thanks for that so much, Tom. Another film you've selected is Arthur Christmas, back from 2011. Can you tell us about this animated film and why it's one of your top picks? Oh, uh, you know what? I, I came by this one purely accidental, just uh, with my daughter, who was uh, in 2011 a lot younger than she is now, and her movie tastes uh, were a lot different, and so she wanted to see Arthur's Christmas and. Not being a huge fan of animation, uh, on, you know, unless it's the Japanese animation that we get now, I, I, I reluctantly agree. Boy, all my choices, Judy, sound like <laughs> movies I wouldn't have seen otherwise. But uh, I, I sat down with her and was thoroughly charmed by this story about basically how this boy becomes uh, the next Santa and the uh, ordeal he has to go through to to get there. It's charming. It's funny. It's got a great cast. You know, Hugh Laurie's in it. You'll love to hear their voices. I almost hate to give away who does the voices because it, part of the fun of watching animation is going, I recognize that voice. Who is that? <laughs> but Jim Broadbent's in there. Just a really wonderful movie that uh, even I could not tear my eyes away from the screen. Mm, I'm looking very forward to seeing that now. That's fun. We're going to add that to our list. Let's roll the clip from the holiday film, Arthur Christmas. 
Arthur! Go away! There's nothing to see! That's not Santa's son! And I'm not an elf! There's nothing up here! Or down there! There's no army of 1.6 million elves planning the delivery of 2 billion gifts in one night. <laughs> That's just a story for kids. Is he telling you about... Oh, it's brilliant! Christmas every day! That's not Arthur. I'm Arthur! He's not the son of Santa. Santa doesn't exist. And, and he's gone out anyway. Santa! Dad! And it's my dad! And there is no gigantic flying sleigh doing practice maneuvers over the <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> that that's uh, we're all laughing here in the uh, our whole uh, production team. It sounds like so much fun for kids of all ages. And if you want to see this film, you can watch it on Netflix with a subscription. You can also rent it on YouTube, as Tom just mentioned. And uh, yeah, readily available. Another film you've selected, uh, Tom, is Black Nativity. Can you tell us about this Christmas Carol musical? At the, at the risk of sounding like I'm just repeating myself, never have I been more, more than any other the film that I mentioned was I reluctant to see this. So I sat down and I, I knew it was based on a play by Langston Hughes, which is I, I thought great, but that it was a musical. And I went, you know, it just can't. Langston Hughes did not write musicals. Uh, this is a story about an inner city youth raised by a single parent who is sent to spend Christmas at his estranged grandfather's church. Now, I sat and watched every critic in the room go from, oh my gosh, what are we in for, to smiling ear to ear. Now, it it doesn't have a lot of story to share. It's a pretty simple story. And I would even say that the cast sort of overextends themselves because this is supposed to be a very touching, dramatic movie. But the music in this film is incredible. And how can it not be? You got Forrest Whitaker, Angela Bassett, and Jennifer Hudson Mm. in this movie. So it's a sentimental story, maybe too sentimental at times, but once you let that uh, congregation loose, <laughs> and, and it's about a church. So it's a, it's a, it's called a gospel musical. Uh, Black Nativity sort of gives that away. It certainly has uh, its viewpoint, which it's not uh, shy and sharing. But that music, when it gets going, you cannot help but enjoy yourself. Oh, sounds so great. It just sounds Mm -hmm. like being like in a live performance. We have a song from the movie Black Nativity sung by Jennifer Hudson, Forrest Whitaker, and it was written by Stevie Wonder. I'm into it already, and that's just one clip. 
it's it's hard not to get into a Stevie Wonder tune, and when you get that choir involved, it just uh, brings down the house. Absolutely love that. I'm so glad you brought that for our listeners, and I think you can also rent this one on iTunes and also on YouTube for $4.99, and it just sounds like an absolute winner. I want to move now to television, and and forgive me if I monologue a a little bit here, because um, I am obsessed about this series, and I'd love to hear what you think about it as well. So I want to talk about Schitt's Creek because it is my favorite series of all times. I've watched the entire series three times. I'm watching it again with my husband and I'm obsessed and in love with it. So I want to tell the listeners that Schitt's Creek, available on Netflix, um, it, it is sensational. And I think what Dan Levy set out to do, he's achieved brilliantly. The characters really evolved. They're three-dimensional. I could go on and on and on. I'm obsessed with each character, the wigs, the fashions, and there's a whole other level Dan has achieved for the LGBTQ plus communities, normalizing life for everyone, not making a a big deal about it, just beautiful scenes like the scene we're about to play between Patrick, played by Noah Reed, and David, played by Dan Levy, which I think is one of the most beautiful scenes I've ever seen on television. The scene where Patrick professes his love for David and David's response, which, by the way, if anyone wants to know how to see this particular scene, they should just look for season four, episode seven, called The Barbecue. Let's roll that clip. David, I've spent most of my life not knowing what right was supposed to feel like. And then I met you. And everything changed. You make me feel right, David. That is quite possibly one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard anyone say um, outside of the Downton Christmas special. (laughs) So, Tom, can you explain why you think this series, Schitt's Creek, has hit such a nerve and landed in such a deep place for so many people? You know what I think one of the most uh, uh, amazing things about this series, of which uh, Dan Levy has spoke about, is that the characters that surround uh, David's family are all very real characters. None of them blink an eye at uh, David's outlandish wardrobes. I, I say outlandish. It may not be for some. Um, nobody blinks an eye at uh, how these people identify themselves. This is not Green Acres, I'd say, for a certain portion of the audience who know what I'm referencing. It's not about a fish out of water, even though they are, even though this family is. But everybody around them is genuine. They're not backwards in a way that we would expect them to be. They're not uh, uh, cautious about who these people are. They welcome them. And uh, nobody questions anything about anybody. Everybody is just welcoming in their own way. Absolutely. Absolutely. In that particular scene that we just played, I found to be one of the most poignant, funny, and deeply touching scenes I've ever seen on television. And so authentic, so raw and real and authentic. And I find all the situations are based on things that we can all relate to. You know, it's just mm-hmm. so real. It's I feel like it's become a phenomenon. Do you feel it's sort of becoming like a cult classic or something? Because it just like it's it's just we can't get enough of it. No, you're absolutely right. And and one of the wisest things I think they did was uh leave us at that stage where we can't get enough of it and then don't give us any more. One of the great ways to make something uh, eternal 
is to uh, stop it so that it is locked, not necessarily in a time, but in our imagination so that it continues to grow and continues to be relevant. Absolutely. So I think that's what, that's what it does. And I do think it has a status way beyond that anybody could have imagined. Certainly some of the critics after the first season weren't too kind to it. And that changed dramatically, dramatically. by the second se- season. And oh, so, yes. Nine Emmy Awards and an mm-hmm. unprecedented amount of wins for any single comedy show ever, I think, before on television. And uh, and I'm hoping that there's going to be specials, reunion shows and movies because I'm craving it. I, I really, yeah. this is why I keep watching it. Like my husband said, haven't you watched this? Like <laughs> when I'd be watching in the middle of the night, he'd say, didn't you finish this series six months ago? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just can't, you know, and, and uh, anyway, now he's into it. Thank goodness. So I can watch it again. Tom, you recommended The Good Place because I told you that I'm really missing Shit's Creek and I need a new series. And I have to be honest, at first I wasn't sure. I thought it was too fantastical, especially after Shit's Creek. And it requires that you take a quantum leap of faith, which at first was hard to get into. But now the characters and the situations and the actors have started to grow on me. What do you love about The Good Place? I, th- I think the fantastical is one of the elements I like about it. The characters continue to build. It is the season, like Shed's Creek, ends, I think, with us wanting more. Uh, and it wraps up so nicely, and it almost gives a philosophical answer to all those questions we have. I can't really say much more without ruining it for you. But I love the characters. I truly enamored with some of them. They all stay true to who they are. And the Ted Danson, oh. he really surpasses himself in this. That's what I think I, I love about this show. It was also something I could watch with the entire family, which uh, having a teenager becomes more and more hmm. difficult to do. But uh, Schitt's Creek and this The Good Place were the two shows that we got to sit down and watch as a family. So fantastic. And what a great thing to do over the holidays is just to dive into Schitt's Creek or to rewatch it as I've done and, and mm-hmm. to watch The Good Place, which I which now is is one of my picks as well, thanks to you. Oh, good. <laughs> I would have hated if I disappointed you. <laughs> you're, you're so knowledgeable, Tom. You're so terrific. We have to wrap up because we've run out of time, but this has been so much fun and we would really love to have you back again and we don't want to have to wait until next christmas will you come back even sooner you know what i i, I doubt i'll even leave this microphone casey paul <laughs> i'll just stay right here until i get a phone call you're so much fun you know i asked you last year and i'm gonna ask you again i asked you last year what your bliss is and i'm wondering if it's changed at all what is bliss for you right now tom ernst You know, I just love those moments when my daughter still comes in and despite the, you know, how unfunny I've become and how (laughs) uncool I have become in the, but when she still walks in and she says, all right, I'll give you a hug. (laughs) (laughs) And I know that she's saying it because she's making it sound like I'm the one who needs a hug, which in fact I do. But it's because she still needs that hug and warmth and contact, and she has to find a way to do it without betraying her own sense of independence as she grows older. Mm -hmm. Lovely. That's so nice. That's so nice. That just warmed my heart to hear that. That's lovely. How can people follow you on social media? Well, you know, I am at Real Tom Ernst, uh, I think is my Twitter handle. Uh, And I would encourage, if you wish, to extend your podcast listening 
to my podcast, which is Rewind a Fast Forward. And uh, we just talked to Canadian filmmakers about uh, their craft and uh, who they also think would be a good person to look forward to as filmmaking goes. But bliss comes first. My podcast <laughs> comes second. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're all they're all important. And, and so I want to say that it's called Rewind Fast Forward. And I, I take it it's available on most podcasting platforms, all podcasting platforms. Yes, you can find it just about anywhere. We're uh, in the throes of doing a, a new season and we got great people to chat with. Oh, that's so fantastic. Well, I'm sure it's wonderful with you at the helm. Tom, I want to thank you so much for joining us today on our holiday show. We're going to go on a short commercial break right now. More with Finding Your Bliss when we come back, back in a moment. Finding Your Bliss is brought to you by CREATE, Canada's leading fertility centre for over 25 years. CREATE is here for anyone struggling with infertility or in need of assisted reproductive technology to have children. CREATE is about cutting-edge science from highly skilled doctors. In unprecedented times like these, CREATE is about ensuring the safety of all patients and staff. CREATE has made important changes to protect you by ensuring social distancing, wearing masks, as well as screening before entering. So what about the bundle of joy that you've been hoping would come into your family? CREATE Fertility Center is here for you. Visit createivf.com to keep up with the latest changes and learn about CREATE Fertility Center's comprehensive care for every fertility journey. Keep safe and healthy during these challenging days, remembering that life is about moments that we create together. We are back, and this is Finding Your Bliss on Zoomer Radio, AM 740, FM 96.7. And today, as you know, is our special holiday show, and we have a very special treat for you with our return guest, one of our favorite guests, in fact, and that is 10-year-old Nina, a singer from Vancouver. And really, since the beginning of lockdown, Nina Turin has been recording and uploading a song a day to SoundCloud, dedicating songs to her loved ones that she misses. She really enjoys singing songs for people and getting their feedback. And we are delighted to welcome her back to the program to sing a special Christmas carol just for us and for our lucky listeners. Welcome back, Nina, to Finding Your Bliss. Yeah. Hi. It's really great to be here again. (laughs) It's so nice to have you. Nina, how have you been doing since we last spoke on the show this summer? Quite a bit has gone on, hasn't it? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So uh, since I finished the lockdown songs for the last song, number 100, I wrote my own song. So that was really fun. And I had a great summer. And now school started up again. So haven't got too much time for singing every day, but (laughs) it's going really fun. And um, luckily I get to do um, in-person school and it doesn't have to be online. So I'm really happy about that. Oh, that's so fantastic. How are you celebrating Christmas this year? So this Christmas is a very special one for our family because we just started fostering a dog from the SPCA and um, we're really hoping to keep him. And so fingers crossed that we get to keep him. But for now, we're giving him a nice home. And if we get to keep him for Christmas, that would be absolutely amazing. First Christmas with a dog. So that would be fun. (laughs) That sounds pretty fantastic. Do you have a Christmas message that you want to send out to all of our listeners? Well, I think that especially this Christmas, because um, people can't see each other as often, I think everyone should have a fun time at home and be happy and play board games and watch movies. And um, our BC Provincial Health Officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, her um, 
little quote that she likes to say is be kind, be calm and be safe. And I really like to think about that and just remember that it's so nice to just be happy and be with who you can and just stay in the moment. That's lovely. Are you really 10 or are you a little bit older? <laughs> I mean, like 25, because you're so, no, you're so wise and you're such a, you're such an old soul. You're terrific, Nina. Thank you. Nina, we asked you to sing and to actually create a song for the show today. We asked you to sing um, your own rendition of Oh Holy Night. And we're so happy for our listeners to listen to it now. And I think, I think of this also as your gift to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so let's have a listen to Nina. Singing, O Holy Night. O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error Jesus. Is- 
Wow. Nina, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. I just, I don't know if you know this, uh, but that is my favorite Christmas carol of all time. And, and I think you just did it so beautifully. So thank you very, very much for that. Well, thank you so much. That's a great compliment. What is the best way for people to listen to your music? Well, um, when I did the lockdown everyday songs, I posted them on SoundCloud and um, on SoundCloud, if you put in the search bar, Vancouver Girl, then it should come up. And every day I had a song and you can listen there. That's wonderful. Well, I think that could be another wonderful activity for people to do over the holidays. Uh, you know, yeah. board games and definitely listening to Nina on SoundCloud. I want to wish a very Merry Christmas to you and to your family and wishing you a wonderful holiday season and a very happy and healthy new year. Thank you so much. We encourage you to visit us at Finding Your Bliss magazine and sign up for Bliss News. And of course, you can follow us at The Bliss Minute on Instagram and Facebook. I'm so excited to partner with Beth Godfrey Jewelry for this exciting sparkly giveaway of 18 karat gold-plated starburst earrings, which retail for $130. And all you have to do to win is to tag two friends and follow us on Instagram at The Bliss Minute and at Beth Godfrey Jewelry. The contest closes on December 23rd. I would like to thank my guests, Roberta Battaglia, Tom Ernst, and Nina Turin for joining us today. Also, a big thank you to our supervising producer, Mag Ruffman, production manager, Siobhan Kylie, PA researcher and editor, Haley Allegia, audio producer, Faz Kazi, and to everyone here at Zoomer, and of course, to all of you for listening. And a big thank you to our sponsor, the Create Fertility Center. This show has been recorded in part on Squadcast. On behalf of all of us here at Finding Your Bliss, I'm Judy Liebrach, wishing you all a very happy, healthy, and safe holiday season. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa, and reminding you all to take one step closer to Finding Your Bliss. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.